Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Dr. Psych Mom Show. Today, we're going to talk about um, why rigid and difficult men only can really get certain women on the dating marketplace and or why, you know, when married, these men do not usually inspire the sort of change in their wives that they really want. Um, So we'll get to that as soon as I tell you to subscribe. My most recent subscriber episode was why you don't actually have to get... um, you, you can get into a relationship before you deeply love yourself because this is too too high of a bar for many people. So um, actually, that, that isn't even what it's on. That's just a related topic. I talk about that one too. It's on why you don't have to be in a relationship only after you're happy being alone and how that kind of doesn't make any sense that you would have to be happy alone before you can be in a relationship even though everybody and their mother says it and it's on memes and everything. It's just the same as the never go to bed angry meme. It's just wrong. Um, anyway, so if you subscribe, you get that and about way over a hundred other subscriber episodes. So it is well worth the $5.99 a month. Okay, so let's get back to what do I mean by rigidity? I've discussed this a lot because it is something that men struggle with. Of course, women struggle with it too. But um, when you know I talk about men, I talk about men. When I talk about women, I talk about women. I don't talk about both because nobody's ever really contacted me and been like, you know what I want? I want the most general article possible about how uh, something manifests in you know basically like giraffes and wombats and men and women at every age of every life stage, parents and non-parents, and that's really gonna you know strike my heart at the core and resonate with me. No, people like things about their specific situation. That speaks to their specific situation. This specific situation is a rigid man who is very tied to his routines. He's tied to his way of doing things. He likes his way. He thinks his way is right. He is difficult to uh, move off of his way. He will not be flexible if there is a competing alternative. Any flexibility has to come from his end. He is rarely spontaneous unless he plans it, which isn't spontaneous, really. It's just him planning some other thing that the other person doesn't know about. And frequently, he can make a lot of money and be very successful. Um, He usually thinks it's because he's so rigid and difficult, but it's usually in spite of that he's so rigid and difficult. So it's usually just because he's smart, you know, but because he's smart and he's difficult, he likes to think that it's both, like the superstitious pigeon, which I always talk about. If a pigeon in a Skinner box, so learn the behavioral theory here, if a pigeon is rewarded with... um, you know, a pellet for pecking a lever, but before it pecked the lever, it turned in a circle, it will become superstitious. And every time it will turn in a circle and then peck the lever and assume that every time the pellet comes, it is because he did this thing of turning in a circle and then pecking the lever. So that's like people who have a personality trait that's kind of universally disliked, but they're also successful. They start to think that it's because also of this personality trait that people dislike that somehow makes them successful but it's not. It's just because they're like high energy and smart, you know, (laughs) like that's pretty much it. And then they're also an asshole. So it's like God knows where they could have gotten to if they weren't an asshole, but they think that somehow it's because they are an asshole. So that's like a lot of these guys. And frequently in therapy, after they go to therapy and they learn to be more empathic and flexible and open-minded, they get even more successful, (laughs) you know? So therefore, you know, it's a single case design experiment that disproves 
you know, that it was all along because they were such an asshole. So anyway, what kind of women are going to tolerate these men? Well, obviously, it's women that are super, super, super um, submissive and easy, easygoing, but easygoing in quotes, because you don't know if it's a temperament that they're easygoing or if they just don't have self-esteem to assert themselves. Either way, it can't be an assertive woman because the assertive women will really, um, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll be both jockeying for the exact same position in the relationship, the decision maker. So it can't be an assertive woman. It has to be a non-assertive woman. Well, you know, there, there are a lot of non-assertive women who also have low self-esteem and were really raised in an authoritarian household where they just learn to be a good girl and shut up. And here's what usually happens or happens a lot from what I see is these men, these rigid men meet these women that go along with everything they say, are just happy to be around this smart guy that's going to tell them what to think because they always want to get married and have children and they're very impressed by him. But then later after they grow some self-esteem and they realize that maybe they want to contribute to their own life and to make choices and decisions, then they're... um, then a lot of conflict happens and frequently, um, you know, they divorce or, or, you know, they have to go to couples therapy or what have you. The woman is just not comfortable anymore being in this role of the cheerleader that's always uh, allowing the man to make all the decisions. If you're later in life, sometimes these rigid men, you know, meet women who they're older, so their personality is more solidified. They're always going to be non-assertive. They're always going to let the guy make all the decisions and, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll go along with it. But then even if it goes well on the woman's end, frequently, it's interesting, the man gets bored and, uh, frustrated because the woman is not what he thinks of as proactive enough or, um, really kind of, assertive enough. Not that he wants her to be assertive with him. He never does. But he wants her to be assertive like with other people or in her life or in her job or with her kids. That's a big one. So if you're a rigid guy and your wife bends over backwards to make sure that you're happy all the time, guess who else she's going to do that with? The children. So she's going to let the children walk all over her too. Of course, you're not thinking you walk all over her, but you do probably, and so the children do too, and this becomes extremely frustrating for the guy who's like, why are you letting these kids treat you like shit? And whenever I get them in therapy, I'm like, well, man, because she lets you treat her like shit, right? I mean, think about it. You know, she lets you, you know, kind of have an attitude. You need your special time to yourself all the time. Never let her kind of question you. Always outthink and outargue her at every turn. You're Mr. Devil's Advocate. You can never just be nice. So then why wouldn't the kids be difficult too? You know, like, of course, she's like the same kind of person. And if you're a woman listening to this and the kid treats you like shit, And the husband treats you like shit. Yeah. I mean, that's what happens. And that's why to get into therapy so that everybody can stop treating you like shit, you know. But that's an aside. We're talking about the the rigid man and his expectations for a woman. Frequently what he thinks of and he puts on a pedestal is this woman who's like smart and assertive and like him, basically how he thinks of himself, but also somehow just like agrees with him most of the time. You know, like the fantasy is she agrees with me most of the time. Sometimes one time out of a hundred, she'll have an even better idea than me or, you know, in bed, like that would be cool. Like she'll have lots and lots of ideas that I haven't even thought of. That would be amazing. But 
that's like not how it works. The only kind of woman who's going to tolerate being with a very difficult man are women with lower self-esteem or here's another kind of bad possibility that I've seen, not as often, but women who just literally want to get married and that's it. Like, they don't like the guy much. Like, he's all right. They don't, they're not deeply in love with him. He does make a good income. He's stable. So if he's difficult, big shit, it's not going to be her love story. You know, he acts like a kid throwing a tantrum. Okay, fine. She's been with worse. The ex-husband drank. He doesn't drink. You know, so whatever, fine. Okay. And so she never takes him that seriously because he doesn't realize he's not coming off very um, masculine and, uh, uh, you know, alpha. He's coming off very rigid and difficult. Now, rigidity, and I said this before, and people um, thought it was interesting um, when I said it about something else, rigidity is synonymous with anxiety, you know, so you got to understand that when you when you're thinking about rigidity and most people, it seems, do not. And I thought that that went as like an obvious synonym just because I'm in my field. So I have my eyes closed sometimes to what lay people think, even though I think I do connect to lay people pretty good on a regular basis. But this one was like a mind fuck for a lot of people. So I just really want to make sure that everybody understands it rigidity when you can't deviate from routine is always because of anxiety it's because of anxiety about what the other alternatives are and catastrophizing that they're going to be so much worse so like i'll be talking to guys they're so smart right they make so much money and they're so prestigious and whatever and i'll say well maybe things could be different if you exercise at a different time of day Oh my God, you would think that I said maybe things would be different if you just, you know, uh, made your center of operations on Mars, you know, like they're like, oh no, 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 no. I got to be out by 523 in the morning to take my run because if I'm not out by 523, see, I've tried it before. I appreciate the suggestion. I've tried it, but if I'm not out by 523, I can't be back by, you know, 628. If I'm not back by 628, and this is like a smart guy, right? But he doesn't have the... He, he has never gotten out of his own head enough to see how if you got to be out by 518 and back by 628 or whatever the hell I said, there's only so many women in the world that are going to put up with a guy that no matter if the kids are sick, no matter if she wants to have sex, no matter if she has a big day coming up and she needs to get out early, you are never going to deviate from that pattern. There's only so many women that are going to put up with that. And none of them have very high, you know, um, self-images because none of them are, uh, they can't say, well, that's ridiculous. I'm a person too. You got to be flexible. I got to be flexible. So we both have to be flexible with each other. So the women that aren't going to push that, that we both have to be flexible with each other and instead are going to prioritize them being flexible because of the great man's schedule can never change. That's only so many women. And after a while, they stop thinking of you as the great man and they think of you as the great big baby. And I've seen that happen in real time. The same woman that looks up to the guy, oh my God, he's really on a good schedule for him. And that's so great. I wish that I could do something like that. After a couple times where like you won't stay home, even though she's, you know, tired because she's been up all night with the baby or, you know, she wanted to go party to her best friend's party, but you can't go because you had this or that, or it wasn't the right time. Or she wanted to invest, you know, a little bit of money in something, but you said, God forbid, because you handle all of the investing with an iron hand. I mean, eventually, as the woman becomes an adult, an actual adult, because she's more wowed when she's very young, 
that she's going to be like, this isn't a great man. This is a great big baby who will never deviate from his routine. And check it out. I made children with him. So I see that another one of them is rigid. Look, my little boy is rigid, just like his daddy is rigid. And they're both rigid together. Only the little boy is a lot cuter. So I'm going to give most of my energy toward loving him, making him into more flexible. Because this difficult, great big baby, I really can't deal with emotionally. Because it's, it's too hard on me. And I've had too many disappointments when I try to get my way on something very little and he never lets me. So that's kind of the worst case scenario. The best case scenario is when these men go to therapy or sometimes, honestly, they go to like a business coach or, you know, they have some sort of transformational book they read or something. But either way, they get their head out of their ass and they're like, holy shit, I have been extremely rigid and difficult to deal with and I'm capping my potential rather than, you know, rather than maxing it out because only only uh, acolytes can can interact with me because I will brook no resistance and I won't listen to competing um, ideas. So it's only people who look up to me. And guess what? The people who look up to me are always below me. So by necessity, I'm making myself the smartest person in the room, or at least we all have to pretend that I am. And that's preventing me from learning and growing in business, but also in my intimate relationship, because the only position that I'll tolerate is king of the anthill. So that means that my wife always has to act like an ant. And this is not good. You know, maybe this isn't why she wants to have crazy, why she doesn't want to have crazy sex with me, you know, because I'm so goddamn difficult in every other way that the only way she can assert herself is by just kind of starfishing and not really engaging. And I have a podcast specific to that. When when your husband is really arrogant or condescending, the only way you can assert yourself passively is to have no attraction to him. And just to be in your own head, being like, basically, fuck you, you know, because it doesn't go well when you assert yourself, you know, out loud. So anyway, hopefully this is a different way to think about it and something interesting for anybody in a relationship where the man is rigid. And if you are a rigid man, you're thinking, what you should be thinking is, how is this limiting me? How does this make me only able to date women that will deal with some bullshit? And maybe the women that will deal with enough bullshit are women that have their own issues that I'm not going to like and I'm not going to respect over time. All right. Well, um, talk to y'all soon. Please do subscribe and have a great day, everybody.